0: Hi, this is Sally Davis, and I'm running for District 115 School Board, and you're listening to the Lake Forest Podcast, Lake Bluff Edition.
1: Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete, and I also live in Lake Forest. We're joined today by Sally Davis, and she's running for a seat on the District 115 school board. Let's shine a light on Sally so the voters and our listeners can learn more about her. Sally, this is the Lake Bluff edition, huh? Could you introduce yourself and give us a little bit about your background, please?
0: I'm Sally Davis. I have lived, I actually was in Lake Forest in 2002, moved to Lake Bluff in 2004, and I've lived in Lake Bluff ever since for the last 16 years. I live in a house with my mother, who is 81 years old and is active in the Lake Bluff women's um, group, and my son, who should be in college in California and is currently studying, taking his classes in California from Illinois.
1: So 2002, you you stuck with us for a whole year, huh? (laughs) How'd you go from Lake Forest to, to Lake Bluff?
0: I made the mistake of looking at houses and I was looking in both places around uh, on Halloween and I saw the Lake Bluff Halloween and as the parent of a two-year-old I was so charmed by what Lake Bluff puts on for Halloween that I that I decided I had to I had to be part of that and it's it's a phenomenal small town very Mayberry-esque and I love it.
1: Where do you guys like to hang out?
0: So I was thinking about that. You had told me you were going to ask me that question. I'm going to tell you my absolute all-time favorite thing was Lake Bluff Beach. It still is, but I forced my somewhat reluctant son into joining the Cub Scouts. And he actually ended up staying then both in Lake Bluff and then Lake Forest until he graduated from high school. Because if you were in the Cub Scouts in Lake Bluff, you got to do a camp out on the Lake Bluff beach. And so you pitched your tent and there were hot dogs and marshmallows and you slept all night on the beach and you woke up to the sunrise. And it was the only way you were allowed to camp out on the beach, which meant the world to me. What I learned the hard way is that sleeping on sand is like sleeping on cement and it also never warms up so it has a phenomenal ability to draw all of the heat out of your body so the first year was awful we didn't make it all night uh but then after that i sort of figured out all the things you had to do to make it um really really amazing and and to me if i have one favorite moment in lake bluff it is waking up to the sunrise on the beach with with the cub scouts for years and years we
1: got some pretty nice beaches but both places what made you decide to run for a seat on the school board of 115 you're a glutton for punishment
0: <laughs> we'll so, that uh, on post. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm a glutton for punishment so I um, I'm actually running for re-election I'm uh, the only one on the Lake Forest caucus uh, slate that has already been on the district 115 board i started in 2015 and i i have more to do i have more that i want to see get done and um, i feel really strongly that we are at a pivot point for a lot of reasons we had a lo- we have a lot of really great people coming onto the board who came on in 2019 and i really want that handoff to the next generation to be seamless um, one of the things that we talk about is uh, sort of a, an unspoken understanding that we will only run for two terms. And I got appointed in 2015 to finish out the last 18 or 19 months of a fellow from Lake Forest who moved to California. So my first election was in 2017, and this will be my second one. And what I keep saying to people is, I promise I won't run again. I think that's really important. But at the same time, I really want that, that handoff to go well.
1: Well, how'd you learn about it in 2015? Because there are a lot of new, new people that moved to Lake Bluff, Lake Forest, and they see these boards, and they're like, how did she get on there? How, do, how can I get on there? What was the process for you? It's a little bit different, because what, there's two seats for Lake Bluff, and then the rest is Lake Forest, because we share the high school. Is that how it goes?
0: You had asked me that, and it's a weird—it's uh, a weird conversation because, as you say, there's the Lake Bluff Elementary District, which is 65. There's a the Lake Forest Elementary District, which is 67, and then both feed into the high school, the Community High School District, that is 115. All school boards. Of our type in Illinois are seven board members and so to your point we typically try to keep it in a ratio or balance that reflects our our different populations and that typically translates to two people from the Lake Bluff Knoll Road area and five people from Lake Forest that's a that's a voluntary sort of a construct that that the two communities try to adhere to and it and it shifts over time but There's no such thing as an Illinois-recognized Lake Bluff seat or a Lake Forest seat, so it is conceivable you could have
1: seven Knollwood members or seven Lake Forest members. So back to 2015, how did you learn about it? I'm I'm in Lake Bluff. If I want to get on a school board, how do I go about it? How did it work for you?
0: So it's funny. Um, Lake Forest, uh, the district, had an opening because a fellow who had been elected in 2013 was moving out, and so when that happens, they they hold interviews. So a hand, they they just put advertisements in the Lake Forester and online, and what then was gazebo news emails, and and, yeah. And I, okay. uh, and I wrote a letter and my friend Dave Lane who is the current president of our board and who has decided to abandon me and not run again um, had done the same thing and he had actually uh, been interviewed and came on also in 2015 to fill out a, a seat so um, we had been talking about it I was interested and so I had this phenomenal opportunity to just go in and sell myself rather than to the whole community to just the six other board members they voted and and chose me from all the candidates, I was filling a lake for a seat as it happens. And so um, then when the election came in 2017, they they sort of straightened all that out. It was um, it was a very different way to approach it. Absolutely. They, if you want to run in the normal course, it's every four years, and it's either four people running or three. So the next election will be in 2023 for three more seats. If you live in Lake Forest, you have the option of applying to the Lake Forest caucus, and they have a vetting process, and then they they put their support behind candidates. Plenty of people elect not to do that. It's a nice process because they you get a lot of help then with your campaign Lake right. Bluff is structured a little bit differently. The Vote Lake Bluff organization, which is also online, sort of takes all comers. And then they have a big community meeting and everybody sort of states their case. And uh, everybody who's a member of the community who shows up says, yes, this is who we're gonna support. And uh, we go from there. So Dave and I were fortunate enough in 2017 to get the nod from Vote Lake Bluff. Oh, that's that's clear as mud, isn't it?
1: <laughs> oh, pretty, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> So 2015 to 2018-19, there's one type of school board and then 2020 COVID. What were the issues pre-COVID? Obviously COVID was an issue and you had a bunch of unknowns and, you know, there's a bunch of critics out there. You know, no nobody ever made a statue out of it for a critic. So what kind of issues do you run into pre-COVID? Let's talk about that first and we'll get, a, get into COVID. Like, raises you know what what goes on what fun do you guys go through that the moms and dads don't understand
0: so one of the things you're told when you become a school board member is that you are being asked by the community to be a trustee of the two most precious things to them their children and their money right so when you think about it pretty much everything comes out of one of those two or both of those Mm -hmm. buckets the boards have specific things that they are charged with doing. And, and you have really touched on them. It's the managing who we hire to run the district and make good decisions, what kind of curriculum we want to employ. And that includes everything from reaching kids who are high performers to kids who have special needs. How are we going to pay for it? and then all of the other things that go into being good stewards and communicators with our community. Mm -hmm. The the big issues that were facing us are um, not that different than any other district other than, you know, they all have their own Lake Forest feel to them. So we were looking at a declining enrollment and we have a pretty good way of seeing what our enrollment's going to be because we can track the numbers of the kids coming from our biggest feeder schools, which is the 67 middle school, the 65 middle school, St. Mary's, Lake Forest, Country Day. And we could see that their numbers were dropping. And so we expected that ours would too. That was a big topic of conversation. you have certain costs associated with that, that are sunk costs that aren't going to go away, like a principal. But there were other questions that we were going to have to address, which is how much on a per student per capita basis are you going to spend? So there's always that. I would say that the other piece of it is we recognized that technology was coming and changing everything that we were going to be doing. And while Illinois was barely dipping its toe in the water. And now that has been blown open because of COVID. We knew that in order to prepare learners for the 21st century, we had to start thinking about those sorts of investments, not only in technology, but also in the kind of curriculum building that would need to be done because you teach differently. And then I would say that the last big bucket is we have capital expenditure needs for our facilities. As you may know, and I hope people were aware, we were very deeply involved in a master facilities plan that we had brought the community in for, and it was really to look at how were we going to dig into a building that's very pretty, but very old, and start pivoting to the 21st century and being a destination for families who were looking at us and comparing whether or not they wanted to move their families into the Stevenson District, the Deerfield Highland Park District, or the Lake Forest District. How did we compete? How were we attractive? None of those have gone away. But COVID has done two things. On the one hand, it's backburnered a lot of them, but they will emerge again. And then the other, it has caused us to rethink. We've learned things on that, in that crucible of, of COVID that are going to affect the way we address them in the future.
1: So 2021, COVID, what, money and health, any other big topics? You're fixing up the high school. Any other points of debate that pop up? You know, the moms and dads want to know. They're like, what's going on behind the scenes? Anything anything <laughs> else you like to share for 2021? So I,
0: I want to say this. First of all, we have short-term and we have long-term things that we need to focus on. The short-term is we have to get our kids back in school. 100% full-time back in school. I promise you, we talk about that every single day. So we are in hybrid. It is good it's not great what i care the most about is that we have found a way to deliver it so that it is safe and it is able to be continued through the end of the year so with that then how do we go from the minimum hybrid to a hybrid and then finally a full-time that remains safe and is tenable for the long term but we also know that we hope that will not be the biggest issue on the table for the next school year. As people may know, we are losing our superintendent. Mike Simic, who is the current superintendent that we share between 67 and 115 is moving on to Deerfield 109. And so we have hired, the two boards have hired a search firm who is helping in our search to fill that role, hopefully still this school year. We are looking seriously at uh, the shared service model where 67 and 115 share resources and whether or not that's a long-term proposition that we keep. Gosh, I don't know. Other than that, it's going great. You want the behind (laughs) the scenes. That's, uh, that's the stuff we're talking about.
1: So if you're going to replace a superintendent, how many interviews is that? How many people do you have to talk to?
0: We have hired a firm that specializes in this. If anybody really want something to do. We had a, a meeting last Thursday and it is a, a visible online. You can watch it on YouTube and the firm lays out their timeline and sort of how many candidates they bring in and on what on, um, and then who who interviews them. So right now they're in the gathering information from the various parts of the community. What do you want in a superintendent? What does a successful candidate look like? Then they do the recruiting, the advertising, and they will do an initial screen uh, with a small uh, group of however many they get, but my guess is it'll be something in the teens. And then they hope to narrow it down to three finalists who go through um, a more rigorous interview process, including with parts of the community. So that's, that's, you know, depending on how many people's reply.
1: You guys get pra- paid a uh, pretty hefty salary to do all oh, this, right, Sally?
0: It's, you know, all of the, uh, all the Diet Coke I can drink when I'm, when I'm <laughs> Uh No, it's free, but it's, it's the best labor of love you could possibly give. I, um. My as I said, my son graduated from the high school in 2018, and um, I now have the incredible privilege of uh, continuing to be a mentor to one of the business incubator teams. And so every week I get on Zoom with this group of high school seniors who are so much smarter than I was at that age and so yeah. articulate. And um, every time I do that, it and and all of the time I spend as a Boy Scout leader, um is my happy place. This is absolutely the best thing that we can be doing. It's absolutely the best investment of our time. Now your background's
1: an attorney, right?
0: Yes, I'm a am an attorney up at SC Johnson in Racine, Wisconsin.
1: How do you think your how does your experience being an attorney help you on the board? Inquiring minds want to know, Sally.
0: <laughs> well, um I I will tell you that the reason, one of the reasons I think I got hired in 2015 was I said to the board, you people need an attorney on your board, you don't have one. (laughs) And I have been the, uh, the only practicing attorney, and I'm the only one, I believe, running again uh, the only attorney. So one of the things I really love about the board um, is that it's a very balanced group of people that come from very different backgrounds, medical professionals, uh, marketers, business people, academics, um, parents who are, are um, primarily stay-at-home. All of us have a different lens that we look at the issues that the board is facing together. And uh, as an attorney, I, I'm good at uh, organizing projects and which I'm a big fan of. But there are also plenty of legal challenges that come to the board. And so sort of by default, then I will be sort of situationally the point person for those. Everything from the negotiation of the collective bargaining agreement with our unions, both teachers and support staff, to lawsuits, which we have had and which we will continue to have for a variety of reasons. I don't practice as the board's attorney, but I can at least say, I think we ought to be doing something a particular way, or I see danger coming. Let's see if we can think about how best to serve the need of the community and the board.
1: Sally, what should the moms and dads of Lake Forest Lake Bluff know about you? Like there's this lady, she's going to go back on the board again. I'm really curious about blank. What is it? What do we want to tell them?
0: Is the first question when I'm going to take my Christmas decorations down? Because (laughs) I swear to you, they will be gone by Easter. I promise I will get them down by Easter. I would say this. I don't believe I have all the answers. I am a big believer in lifelong learning, not only as a student, but also as a member of the community. And I want to serve as your advocate. And I want to listen when you don't agree with me. And I am open to change my mind. The other thing I want to say is, um, and I want to be, I want to be respectful and careful here. Um, I had a kid who had a really tough time in high school with anxiety and other issues. I am not the parent of the all-American perfect kid experience at Lake Forest High School. Um, And I will be Willing to be more open, not in a podcast than I am. I'm sorry, that's my dog, um, than I am here. But I would not want my kid to be at any high school in our community, in the just, dis- you know, in our competitive set other than Lake right. Course High School. What they did for my kid probably saved his life. So um, you can count on me to be thinking about the kids who don't just glide through and everything goes beautifully and they have a phenomenal experience. I'm always thinking about the kids that don't have that high school experience. And I'm, I'm committed to delivering that they get everything that we as a community can give to them as well.
1: Sally, that's awesome. You get my vote, I'm biased. So. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Okay, well call me sir, I work for a living. <laughs> All right, that, that rat wraps it up. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars in Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about in the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete, and I can be reached at Pete at lakeforestil.blog. The link will be in the podcast notes below. Cheers Cue the Lake Forest for Scout life. Band. You know we have bloopers at the end
0: i'm ready
1: so if we screw up i might put something funny at the end all right,
0: fair, all right. all fair game. you ready giant
1: people whoops i should be careful yeah <laughs> so are you funny no no come on you, you're not funny at all no jokes you can't tell any jokes how
0: do you want me to say the lake forest podcast how do i do
1: that you just just like that oh, okay well you went to ohio state right buck guy so how do you announce your school oh
0: and i i work in wisconsin and i live in illinois so i have a lot of opportunity to talk trash which is
1: very important beautiful yeah we, we like we like trash the dog barking i love the dog barking <laughs>